Welcome to Nashville ATV Repair in not so in kind of chilly, stormy Nashville. Stormy Nashville. Yeah. And uh, you're listening to Wingman's Garage. This is episode 42. 42. God. 42. Like we're not surprised every time we say that. It's terrible. Like, well, we understand that the number's going to go up, but we're always surprised that the number's going up. Yeah. So, yeah. especially that we know people are listening. No shit. That's the surprise. That's part. the weird part. Anyways, this is Will. Hey, it's Will. Hey, I'm Will. Brandon, what up, dude? Brandon's here too. What's going on, Brandon? What's I'm Tony Wayman. That's Daniel, the track rack. I'm the track rack. Already know us. Yep. And uh, here we are. We got a lot going on tonight. Um, we almost tore apart one of several bikes, but uh, I guess we got to stick with our format. Yeah. Um, can you hear us all right? Yeah. We good? Can you hear? Let us know. Somebody that's in the garage with us hanging out. Let us know if you can hear us. There we go. And something just popped up on my phone that I. That was me saying what's up to everybody. Oh. Okay. Cool. Okay. Anyways, uh, this week. We got a lot going on. Um, we're going to be talking about Will and uh, what he's planning on doing this Will's weekend. Will's favorite subject. Himself. Himself. Hey. <laughs> hey. It's me. Oh. It's, hey, it's Will, everybody. Yay. But before we do that, you attended huh? an event this weekend. Huh? Let's talk about that. What What did you do this weekend? You got to wait. God bless. No. No. Swallow. Uh, anyway. Uh, well, it was, I went and did a charity ride with Chubby Swallow Riders. Which is something that is near and dear to Chris and my heart because we were friends with Chubby. Um, it was for Charles. It was a charity ride for him. He actually he wasn't on his bike. He was standing next to it when he got hit. Really? Yeah. Um, standing next to his bike, got hit, lost his right leg. Um, his left leg. He's still in danger of losing his left leg. But it was a charity ride for him. Uh, good ride. We met up at Exxon. Which is which was fun, just kind of going back to the roots, the roots, the right. old school, hang out downtown at Exxon until four in the morning on your bikes and watch all the weirdos walk go through. But it was a good ride. We hung out. I, don't, I didn't get an official count, but there was a bunch of people there. Yeah, um, I saw a lot of people. A lot of people showed up. Um, me and Teddy from the club, we went out and rode. Teddy did uh, blocking and everything, and the blocking was fantastic on this ride. Because they took us down Rutherford Boulevard or Rutherford Street or whatever in Murfreesboro, and when you get like fifty bikes together going down that, it can get kind of get kind of hectic. A, we call it a fluster clock at Weira. Right. So, um, but no, everything went really well. Um, just went down twenty four. Um, Teddy's really good at blocking. Teddy's very good at blocking. Teddy's one of the best blockers that we have. Um, good ride. We ended up at a place called Fat Boys. Which is one of those deals where it's just a cool, old-school dive biker bar. Nice. It was awesome. They had a burnout pit in the back. had a fire pit next to it and everything. It was just neat. Cool. It, it, it was set up. It was an old gas station. And they kind of cleared everything out, turned it into a bar. And the burnout pit and everything else. And it was cool. It was, really, it was good to see everybody. It was a good way to get out and see everybody again before everything, before the weather turns, everything pops off. Um, it was cool. It was a good ride. Saw um, saw some friends I hadn't seen in a while. Um, but it was, again, good ride. It was for a fantastic cause. Um, if you're in the Nashville area and you don't follow Chubby's Fallen Riders, it's Chubby's Fallen Riders on Facebook. They do a lot of charity rides a lot. for a lot. Of, that's all they do. Yep. A lot, of just charity rides for people who have gotten hurt, severely hurt, or we've lost them. 
they do charity rides for the families and that kind of thing for medical bills and all that stuff. Um, it's going to be, it's, it's just, it, it's a good group of guys, good group of people. Nick, uh, Nikki slash hand cannon and Opie, they run it. Um, they did a very good job. It was a good run. Um, and hung out there for a while and Teddy got adopted by somebody. It was kind of fun. The conversation was really entertaining. Um, but yeah, it was a good, it was a good run. Um, left at noon, got home at three thirty, four o'clock. So I got home in time for walking dead. Oh, good. that's always important. <laughs> that's always a plus, <laughs> but that's a different podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, Ryan, Doug, what's up? Hey, Doug's here. Doug, Doug, we need to get Doug on the show. Cause we you do. know, cause we need to get the stories that he has from like the crazy trips that he's done. Right. Like, cause the, Greece and well, I don't know where else you've gone, Doug, but you've done some fun stuff. Maybe he was here. here too. What's going on here? What up, baby? And yeah, Brandon on Brandon on the show would be fun too. We'll get all that set up soon. But um, let's segue into some that was things my that are happening yeah. in the motorcycle world. Uh, we've talked about rider aids, electronic rider aids being on bikes yes. here a lot on uh, several episodes. Turns out Ducati is adding internet. Capabilities and artificial intelligence to their bikes. So you're going to surf the internet while you ride? No, most likely it's going to post when you fail and you crash on your bike directly to YouTube. No, this no, it's probably oh, gonna, well, no. This is this is how it's going to go. They're going to post everything to the Ducati Corsa racing <laughs> site, and then you know Chaz Davies is going to look at you on a, your Panigale and go, "You fucking pussy." That's exactly the way that's going to go. I just figured order you Starbucks every time. You yeah, ride. that's well, you <laughs> could say that. Because you are that dude. I haven't been in a while. But yeah. in, anyway, that's at least I have to ride there. Okay, now <laughs> the R1M has a Bluetooth has blue, has a Bluetooth hotspot on yep. the bike, yep. so you can look through the telemetry and everything on your phone. I get that internet capability and that kind of stuff. I don't know. I don't know why. Why? I'm not quite sure how far that goes. Yeah. Um, they, that's just kind of weird. They haven't really announced a whole lot about what it's for. Toby would probably know. Toby would probably know. Yeah. Uh, doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose of like when I put my helmet on I put my helmet on so I don't have to answer my phone and no one knows where I'm at it's like it's freedom see you know, yeah, this is see, you are a much different customer oh, than yeah. your Panigale customer well yeah <laughs> what are you trying to say I'm not saying anything negative I'm just saying you're not are, you're, are you looking at a Panigale anytime soon have you seen my credit score exactly <laughs> I rest my case oh. but um, it's that's I, I understand if they're trying to get it to where if it's got like a Wi-Fi hotspot or something like that on right. like a little one where you can get the data the telemetry data and everything else mm-hmm. off of it put it in your phone or put it in your laptop and you want to look at it I get that but I I, I, I need to know what they're actually planning with yeah, that they again they've been very uh, scarce with the details about well, it it's Ducati hell yeah but uh, who knows it, they might be trying to go after something kind of like Honda is with the uh Self-balancing bike and BMW, maybe, maybe, maybe. we'll see. But the only see, time but, will tell. But the thing is, with the Honda, was it was that's all robotics. That's not right. Anything to do with online or Bluetooth no. or anything like that. But, so I mean, there's some AI in it for that to happen. See, and you say this is how Skynet starts. Damn it! <laughs> no, it this is how Sky, systems. But this yeah. is how Skynet starts. We're gonna get taken over, and Arnold's gonna be. That's swear to God. It's going to be Arnold coming after John, and that's it. It's not a Tuma. It's not a Tuma. <laughs> Get to the chopper. Oh, good lord. Anyway. And that just 
went there. <laughs> it went really there. quickly. <laughs> it definitely went there. Uh, tell us about Phillip Island. Phillip Island. Phillip Island. Okay. World Superbike started this past weekend. Yeah. Um, I still have not been able to watch the race. I was. I just haven't been able to. All I know is the Super Sport race. If all the Super Sport races were like the one that they had this year, mm-hmm. that's going to be the championship to watch because it was an eighth bike freight train for ten laps. Robbie Rolfo ended up winning, but he won by point zero zero one of a second. Wow! Which is pretty much the the width, like the like that much. It's the width of a tire or the height of a tire off a wheel. He ended up in the grass after the strike, huh? Because they were beating and banging. I mean, they were elbow to elbow running into each other. They were straight up like this, bouncing off each other, coming down the front straight. Like I saw that, and I went. This is going to be nuts. Like, I saw, I was like, that's going to be the championship to watch. Because you've got, they don't give a shit. You've got the brand new R6. That, that bike actually ended up second. Not uh, bad. Robbie Rolfo won on the MV. Um, PJ, our American rider in it, he was on pole. He got ran off in the grass. He came back and ended up sixth. So getting run off in the grass and getting dropped down to like 15th. You come back and finish sixth in this race, BJ. You're going to do well. They're in, they're in Thailand next this coming weekend. Nice. Um, that track's going to suit the MV because it's got a lot of top end run. Um, so we'll see how PJ does. I'm obviously rooting for him because he's the only American in the group. Right. Um, World Superbike. Johnny Ray got his 40th win. Yes, I the, saw that. He did the double at Phillip Island. He got his 40th win, and the, from the pictures I saw, it was a four bike freight train. And it was Johnny Ray, Chaz, Marco Melandri, and um, I f- always forget his name. Who's the other guy on the Cowie? I feel like an asshole. It's not Laverty. It's another English dude. Oh, hell. Fuck! I'll figure it out later. Um, but, yeah, it's just... That looks like... If, if World Superbike and all of them can stay with that kind of competitiveness, that's going to be the championship to watch. We'll see how MotoGP does. GP's coming up in another three weeks. Yeah, twenty third, I think. Twenty third, it's gonna it's Qatar, and then it's then it's at Coda, and we'll see how it goes because GP they don't they don't beat and bang like they used to. They need to. They need to. They, like, but the, the rider personalities aren't there anymore. Like right, yeah. you've been we've been hamstrung by Lorenzo taking off and. Just clicking lap times off. But he's on a Ducati, and the look on his face right now at fucking he's testing, not very happy. he is not happy. Yeah. It is not going to go well for him. What's, um, the, what's the price difference between a MotoGP bike and a Super Mario? About $4 million. At least. At least. Yeah. For one GP bike, I'm going to conservatively say it's probably an $8 million motorcycle. Whereas on a World Super Bike, you're looking at probably eight hundred grand. Right. I don't think I'd, you know... Go bar to bar, elbow to elbow on a million dollar motorcycle. Well, see, at that, at, when you get to that level, it's okay. Who gives a shit? Yeah. This is Formula One. Yeah. This is there is. If you're not rubbing. You're not racing. If you well, it's one of those things where <laughs> Tom Sykes. Thank you, Doug. Thank you so much. Finally, <laughs> someone reminded me. Thank you, Tom Sykes. Okay, that's the other guy on the Kawasaki team. The difference between the big, the biggest difference is the biggest difference in price is the R and D level. Because on an R and D level on a GP bike, you, you're getting new prototypes. parts. You're getting new prototype parts every 
two or three races. Yeah. Whereas on a, new parts, yeah, like, they, they, just they made this. They just made this. Yeah. This is what we're testing. This, if this doesn't work, we'll pull it off. And that part itself probably cost twenty five grand. Yeah. Whereas on a production based super bike, this is the stuff you buy off the showroom floor mm-hmm. and build your race bike. Yeah. Whereas on a motor, upgrade yeah. and Whereas on a MotoGP bike, we can't buy those. No. Carbon fiber brakes. Yeah. You know, things like that. It's yeah. the, the, the level of technology is insane. And the crazy thing is, the lap times aren't that different. They're pretty fucking close. They're within a second right. or two. Right. Back in the old days, in 2002, 2003, uh, 2002, Steve Hislop. Wow, went, I haven't heard that name in a long Well, Steve Hislop ended up passing away in a helicopter crash yeah. about six months later. Hislop went six laps on a 998 Ducati faster than Valentino Rossi on the RC211V. Probably one of the greatest Honda motorcycle race bikes ever, ever created. Hislop went six laps faster on a privateer Ducati. This wasn't a factory Ducati. Right. Six laps faster. They've got that tire framed. The rear tire framed in uh, uh, Dunlop UK. Huh. And it says, Hislop, this is the lap times he turned. Wow. Like, it's... You get the rare flashes of that, but a GP bike's going to be two and three seconds faster all, all the, every time. Well, it should be with all the money spent on it. Yeah, two and three seconds faster with that that big of a price difference, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. But That's crazy. That, and then, well, the funny, the crazy thing is the, the tires, because the GP bike will pull 62 degrees of lean. The tire pressures they're running, cold, six. Six, six to eight pounds of pressure? Yeah. yeah. Holy the sidewalls are that damn stiff. That's incredible. They are that stiff. When they get hot, and they get hot, they get up to 220 degrees. Mm-hmm. You can't touch them. They're up to like 25 PSI. Yeah. Wow. There's, wow. They, they're putting, and they, you have to beat the ever-loving shit out of the bike, out of the tires, from the work. Like, you have to ride them that hard wow, that's great. for them to actually work. It's insane. And, of course, you know, this is all the stuff that trickles down to us eventually. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Like the uh, the CBR one thousand was the RC two eleven V's not V sorry RC two eleven's prodigal son after yeah. it's all said and done with the geometry and everything else <laughs> the motors completely different but whatever um, but yeah superbike's gonna be fun this year good superbike's gonna be really good this year I'm excited for the domestic series because mm-hmm. they're testing BSB right now in Cartagena and. They're all talking. I mean, I haven't seen times yet. They're just putting video out. But it's going to be... BSB's all... British Superbike has always been like the, one of the more competitive ones. Mm-hmm. Um, with Spees and Maladin moving off, the U.S. competitiveness has kind of dropped a little bit because you had Josh right. and whoever else they could throw out there. Um, now, with Honda coming back and all this other stuff, US Martin, the U.S. Superbike Series is going to get a lot better. Um, BSB is going to get really fast, really quick. Because you see a lot of your World Superbike guys that don't don't get a ride in World Superbike. Mm-hmm. They, they drop, they go over to BSB and they get really good rides. Right. So they stay there for two years and then they go back to World Superbike. So mm-hmm. it'll be fun. I'm really excited for the Superbike stuff. This Definitely year. time to invest in B. Yeah, I've got the app. I haven't been. I, yeah, we just need to yeah. trigger on that. Yep, we all. But do. there's your racing news. That's the racing news, Thank and you, yes, that's what I'm here for. So, let's talk about a different type of racing. What are you going to be doing this weekend, Will? What are you uh, doing this weekend? Well, if everything turns out this weekend, there's a flat track race. They're, um, they're actually they're, they're calling it the uh, 
in Lynchburg, but it's in Shelbyville. It's at the Calisonic Arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Runner flat track race there. It is. Um, they're they're you know they're kind of listing it as a vintage flat track race, but they have a Mad Dog class there. They have a Mad Dog. I think it's up to a one twenty, and then they have a one twenty to one seventy. So I've got an XR one hundred that's all beefed up. Um, it's up to a, a ah, shut up, shut up one on one. There you go. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I I know you race, I know you raced before, but I need you to stop talking. Just, just stop right now, just quit it, because we need to put some wingman garage stickers on this fucking. That's bed. right. Oh we yeah, need. that's what we need. Yes, yeah, we need some wingman stuff on there. Anyway, but yeah, hopefully, you know, hopefully I can put one of those together and, um, you know, go out there and you know bang some bars to short track. Oh, short track's um, even better. Oh yeah, yep, and it, it's super slick. I've got a I've got a set of um, flat track tires over there. Um, if I can get one of those bikes to run right, I think you can do that. Right, you, so yeah, got, you can do it. So from from, from what I from what I'm working with, I've got an '86 XR100 and an '87 XR100. Uh, they're both beefed up, uh, both real fast bikes. One of them, um, one of them's got a got a little miss right in the middle of the power, or you know, power range there. Yep. Um, and the other one just makes a really loud noise. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, power bands. Yeah, power bands. Um, yeah. Um, can, I've got, I, can you give me a discount on the power bands? Absolutely. Get him the oh, chain. Really? Absolutely. Get him the get him the chain. Don't do go with the the rubber one. The, the, gold, the gold chain. No. Okay, you power need, band gold chain. No. <laughs> you don't need the gold power band chain. You need the titanium power band chain because that handles the power better. Oh. Kind of run two chains. Two chains! No. We oh, did it. Yeah, we to went the corner. There. Oh, I'm sorry. Damn it. <laughs> to the corner. Yes. Two! Nope. One, two, three, or four. J Mac, what up, dude? J Mac's here. Oh, what's going on, J Mac? Are we on the big screen, J Mac? If we're on the big screen, that's going to really, like. Hey, you did it last week. You put us on the big, big screen. Oh, hey, that's the oh, that's the biggest screen we'll ever be on. It's okay. Probably. That's true. Anyway. At least someone's doing it. Yeah, please. Thank so. you. Um, But yeah, that's. That's awesome. I, f- I wish I was in town because I would. I really right. would. I would love to go see that. How long have you been doing yeah. flat track racing? Uh, I've actually only. F- well, um, technically, I've only raced flat track one time. Okay. But what started this whole deal um, is uh, when I was a kid, I um, I rode rode around a little flat track uh, on the side of our barn with my dad when I was like 14, 15 years old. Me and we both had XR two hundreds. <laughs> those are great, right? Right? Those are those great are bikes. Fantastic little bikes. And um, when you're fourteen to fifteen, you that is right there at the pinnacle where you can catch your dad and not piss him off. Oh, then he gets pissed. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. But they, now they you're actually off. able to. Yeah. Catch up. Yeah. Yeah. And the uh, the first time you actually pass your dad is a uh, you know it's a special moment for both of you. Talking about that. There's a really good interview I found of Mario Andretti. The first time Michael ever passed him, huh. the IndyCar race was at Phoenix, and it, Mario's diving in and everything else. Michael came flying past him, and it was one of those like, "Okay, Dada, bye, peace," yeah. and took off and hit. It was great. That interview is that what happened with you? Uh, yes. Okay, that's exactly what happened. With me. That's awesome. <laughs> it took a couple of races, but we used to call them five lappers. Yeah, where you just jump out there and you know five laps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Run laps you can't pick your foot up anymore. Yep. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, you talk about making you a better rider. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're, you're backing it into a corner, um, going in, and you're sliding it out, coming out. I mean, you learn apex, you learn uh, 
braking, acceleration, all that. I mean, that's. I don't think there's any other riding that'll make you better at nope. cornering mm-hmm. um, left. That's where. Well, Jerry's here. What up, Jerry? What's going on, Jerry? Okay, that's where the American dominance from in the Grand Prix racing came from. Right. In from the late seventies to the mid to the early nineties, before Big Doing showed up and just blitzed everybody. Um, they were all flat track guys because mm-hmm. the way the power started to exceed the grip level of the tires, so you had to learn how to slide it. Right. And so that's where you had Kenny come in, mm-hmm. Freddie Spencer come in. Wayne, Eddie Lawson, Kevin, all these heroes that we all grew up hearing stories of. Right. You know, that's where they learn how to do flat. That's how they learn how to race. It was well, on flat track. So, up until a certain point in time, if you said motorcycle racing, they meant flat track. That was yeah. all, yeah. all you had. Yeah. I mean, hell, on any Sunday. Oh, pretty much oh, all of that is nothing but. On any Sunday is the seminal film. Yes. For not only motorcycling, but for flat but track. But just for flat track stuff. And the cool thing about flat track is, at that level, Nothing has changed. The bikes are still the same. They're still running XR750s. They're still running XR750s. They're still running the same way. Triumph's in it. Mm -hmm. It's Triumph, Harley, Suzuki was in it for a little while. Ducati ran it for a a year or two Mm -hmm. with the Multistrata motor. Right. Triumph's been in it for a little while. And Triumph Triumph running it is fantastic because that's what everybody, they were running Triumphs, BSAs, Mm -hmm. um, what else? Norton's. All those stuff running flat track, and you've got it was you had everything going into this, and that's where Gary Nixon came from. Right, like all these guys that were huge in the '60s that were the guys that kind of created the whole American mystique for racing. Mm-hmm. It's their fault. <laughs> it's their, <laughs> it's their, fault. their fault. Thank you, like Gary Nixon himself. Gary Nixon's the if you don't know what I'm talking about. You'll see a guy on a bike, and he's sideways, and he's looking at the camera with his tongue hanging out. Yep, that's that's Gary. Yep. So if you don't, if you ever get a chance to like just see old footage of like the old Grand National stuff back in the '60s, you'll see Gene Romero, Dave Aldana. Dave Aldana ran the first Superbikers race, the original Supermoto. Super yeah, Supermoto. He ran the first one on a. It was an XR. Was it XR? Or it was something. It was on a flat track bike. And Jeff Ward is talking about it. He's like, I can remember being behind Dave Aldana, going into a concrete corner and pitching it sideways like a flat track bike going through concrete. Right. And Jeff Ward's like, how do you do that? And it's Jeff fucking Ward right. saying that. Yep. You know, so the cool thing is back then, too, you know, and you'll see this on, on a Sunday, if you want to be the GNC uh, champion, yeah. you had to be able to do more than just flat track. All you had it. to do the TT, uh, which is basically... What motocross is now. Well, TT. Of, well, uh, TT was TT is what they do like up at Peoria, where right. it's a flat track race with a right hand turn and a jump. Right, one jump, one jump. Yeah, and yeah. you had to be able to road race. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you had to be able to road race on the circuit. Yeah, all those were all on those the were all. So you had to you had to you race all those, and then they, they take the points from all those. Races. I wish they still did that. Right, God, I wish they still. Yeah, Jonathan Cruz, my buddy Cruz, who yeah. is he's here. What's up, buddy? What's going on, man? Um, Car guy, but he's a good dude. He's fantastic. He's into bikes. I will get. I will get you. <laughs> hey, this dude's got a very impressive S two thousand right now. Nice. So, John, John Cruz, I'm gonna get you on a bike one of these days. You're gonna sit there and go, "Oh shit!" But anyway, um, <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Let's back up. Uh, let's talk about um, in the same sentence we just listed Jeff Ward and On Any Sunday. Yes. yes. 
and you both know that that is Jeff yes. Ford that's doing the wheelie. Yep. Doing a wheelie yep. on the on the Z50. Yep, yep. That's and Jeff Ford. Fact, that's uh, Forty. A couple weeks ago, we did that as the trivia. That was our trivia. Oh, really? Yep. yep. Oh man, I go. I would have got that one. Oh yeah, you would have been one of the few. Not that would. No, uh, it wasn't that hard. It wasn't that for anyone that really knows. Yeah. Kind of question. But yep. the that and then the cool thing is Mert Lawwell, like the guy mm. that was the main. He mm. was in the newest one. And I new, still haven't seen. Oh my god! I've I've got it on my iTunes. Yeah. Whenever you get to the chance, whenever we come over to your place, you come over and watch it. Um, he's doing prosthetic limbs now. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. And the way that started that, he crashed and mangled his hand really bad. Steve McQueen found out. Steve calls the top hand specialist in the country to give him a hand. With literally, the, literally, literally in the corner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Send five minute penalty box. Anyway, but no, he literally like he calls the the best hand specialist, fixes his hand, and Steve just said, "Yeah, here." All right, cool. And Mert took that, and he's now an industrial engineer, mm-hmm. an engineer doing prosthetic limbs to have people to help people continue riding. Yep, that's pretty cool. There's a guy in the new one Sunday that is an amputee on his right hand. And he's racing flat track, and he made the uh, B main, or B or C main, one of them. It's Springfield, yeah. which just still. Oh, yeah, I would say that means he be faster than me. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then, but yeah, just this, and then Malcolm Smith. Is that you? Yeah. Oh. Party foul. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Um, but, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, and uh, you know, you mentioned uh, Mert. Also, uh, on a Sunday, there was Malcolm Smith Malcolm yes. from Malcolm Smith Racing. Yes. MSR. MSR. Which is huge. Yes. You know, that's, that's what kind of funny What's MSR? It's like, dude, it's like Malcolm Smith's brand. Who? Oh, oh my yeah, God. I know, right? That yeah. man, he still rides, can ride the oh, yeah. shit right? anything. Yeah. Any, like, I, he's I like, like what? He's in his late, he's early, late 60s, early 70s, probably. Okay. Yeah. Oh, really? I think yeah. he's older than that. He yeah. might be older than that. I don't know. Hip Jan Roberts. All these yeah. old school desert racers and stuff. Oh, man. Those guys, I'm just like, can you, like, I see all the stuff that, like, Bubba and Philip Poto and all these guys do. You've got the technology to do all that shit. Mm-hmm. Put you on a fucking Matisse frame with a Triumph Tiger motor in it, single car, parallel twin, put that in there, and then, like, with three inches of suspension travel, and go as fast as those dudes did in the desert back in the day. Yeah. Come holler at me. Yeah, that's yeah. where that's, really came That's from. men yeah. right there. That was before we had real dirt bikes. We had scramblers. Yeah. You had to build yeah. your dirt bike. There were yeah. no dirt bikes. Yeah. Take your street bike and yes. put some knobbies on it. I go. love that. And that's and hence the reason we have this explosion in scramblers and everything now in the custom scene. Right. That's what they're doing. Most of them aren't being ridden the way they're no. supposed to be. Case in point, the Ducati Desert Sled. Yeah, about that. Yeah, about that. Bike. Good idea. Great idea, but that's... Eleven five for that fucking thing. Right. Man, they are they are marketing towards a certain crowd. I'm not arguing that. that they're going to sell the shit out of right? right? They're cool looking. They're, they're great cool looking, looking bikes, but I know I can't spend that much money on that. That's no. ridiculous. No. Anyway, well, again, and I like Ducati, but hey. Oh, I like I like the Scrambler. Hell, Scramblers we, are great. We almost bought one for Tina. We were thinking about one for Tina when she was shopping, but I just I can't do it. Not the Dunn sled, like the original, like the first Scrambler. Sure. The normal Scrambler. The normal yeah. Scrambler. Yeah. What? Daniel, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about what you're doing. Yeah, you're going to flat track. I'll be back. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're going to do a 
What? Ask me his phone. Oh, yeah. Now that I have the power again. Let's text random people on his phone. <laughs> um, awesome. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really excited about this flat track race. The last time I went and raced flat track, uh, it was um, at Beaver Creek. Uh, that, you said um, Beaver. <laughs> that, that particular group is um, Tennessee Valley Flat Trackers Association. Uh, a bunch of great dudes. It's super laid back. And uh, I had a lot of fun down there. I, there, I was racing a CR250R. Um, and I had a, um, just some street tires that I put okay. on other, you know, I had another set of wheels. Right. And I took it down there and uh, took the 250 class, uh, 250 amateur class. Yeah. Um, the only reason I won that race is because the guy that should have won that race crashed trying to pass me. Ha! Okay. So yeah. kind of DNF'd himself. And- well, actually, he did not uh, DNF. What happens there is... Um, if, uh, if, if you're in a race and you crash out on a flat track, of course, you know, everybody else has got to come back around those two turns. Right. So what they do is they, um, they drop the red flag and everyone's got to come back around and you stop and you stagger in the position that you're at. So I was in the front, so I got the, um, choice of where I wanted to be. So I was, uh, bottom left, number two was right behind me, um, uh, here and then three and four were here. And the guy that crashes out. Was in, is, has to start in the very back of the pack, right? So he went from second to the back. Okay. And uh, they give him two minutes. He's got two minutes to get back on his bike, get the bike started, and get ready. Well, two minutes came by. He couldn't get the bike started. And so the official came up and says, Hey, uh, it is your decision. Do you want to continue the race or let him start his bike? And I was like, um, let him start his bike. You know, he's got to start yeah. from the back, which, you know, you know, back of the pack. Let's, uh, let's do this. We only got two laps left. And so I'm sitting there, and as I'm sitting there looking down the, uh, the straightaway, I've never been so nervous in my life. And I was sitting there, I, was, I mean, I was sitting there on the pole, um, just straight up looking into the turn and thinking, like, I, could, I can win this race if I just hold it together. He's got to pass everybody in the whole pack to get to me, and then he's got to pass me, which what he, that's how he crashed. I was like, I've got this in the bag as if I can just hold on. And uh, he got his bike started. They started up, and uh, you know they dropped the green flag, and we ran two laps. And in those two laps, that dude passed the entire pack <laughs> and was on my ass. Finish. <laughs> That's and awesome. I was, I mean, I was like wide open, like trying to hold on. He was, he was on my fender. Who was it? Um, I don't even remember his name. Yeah, it was. Um, I forgot. Uh, well, shit. Here we go. One Charlie's son was it? Um, no. Show it off. Uh, it was 2013. 2013. Right here. Number one. Number one. Right there. He's got to wipe the uh, dust off of it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is uh, shop dust, right? Yeah, this is probably like my crowning achievement. My, my favorite plastic thing ever. <laughs> um, Tennessee Valley Flat Track. That's awesome. Flat Trackers Beaver Creek Speedway in 2013. You know they do one in Gallatin. Uh, Lebanon. Doing, or, yeah. No, they do a grass one in Gallatin. Do it. Gallatin oh, Fair. It's like, it's 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 short track grass field. Hey, we're gonna put some cones up, pretty much grassroots style. Right? Yeah, literally. Yeah. I mean, that's that's exactly it's how all awesome. this got started. And then, right. um, but you know, Charlie's gonna be out there. Yeah, Southgate. Yeah. If you don't, if you're in Nashville, you don't know who Charlie Southgate is. He is the third generation owner of the oldest motorcycle repair shop in the city. This thing's been going since 1912, 13, Damn. something like that. Holy shit. It's in East Nashville. And as you go toward 
go away from Briley Parkway on Gallatin Road, and you pass under the train bridge, look to your immediate right, you're going to see a shack. That's where the shop is. It's a shack right there. It's in the same <laughs> spot it was in in 1912. So, but he's got more parts. Like, you've got a walkway this wide. Wow. Literally. And it's just nothing but shit. Just nothing but parts. He knows where everything is. Of course. Yeah. He's yeah. got old yeah. school, like, H2 road race fairings. Wow. Original H2 road race fairings. He's got, he was in on any Sunday. Yeah. 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 I told right. you guys that. Yeah. Yeah. He was in on any Sunday. Like, it's insane. The best machinist, the best motorcycle machinist in the city. Easy. Right. If not the state. Like, I'd, I'd put him up against anybody. Like, yeah. And nice dude. He rides the shit out of a 79 CB900SC, too. He rides the piss out of that bike. <laughs> but anyway. Um, uh, the the CB700SC? It was a... It's either a 700 or it's a big bike. I don't know. Uh, what it's year model was that? 79. Yep. I think is what it is. Um, it's black and gold. I know that. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Would that be like 79 or 89? Because the 700, the CB700... It might be a 700. Well, those, uh, you know... That was due to the tariff. AMF tariff. Yeah, 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 yeah the, the tariff thing. And um, that's why the, uh, you know, the 700... You know, that's why they went from 750, 750 to 700. Yeah. Because the tariff would drop it down there. Thanks, Harley. Yeah. 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 Thanks, yeah. lobbyist. Anyway, yes. I said it. What? Yeah. Anyway. Speaking of Harley and flat track and Hondas. Yes. Uh, you know, Hondas only flat tracked on the circuit for like two or three years. Yeah, they did it with the... Um, with a, it was an RS750. Bubba Schobert was on the yep. bike. Yep. And it, it's actually... That bike's down at Barber. Yeah. You want to talk about a goofy-looking motorcycle. Oh, yeah. It looks goofy and rickety, but God, Bubba Schobert was yeah. fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bubba Schobert, so... And they came in... Um, I think I think the first year was kind of like a test year. Mm-hmm. Second year, they dominated. Oh, yeah. Third year, they dominated, and then they dropped out. Well, it's Honda. That's the way it always Yeah. Right? Well, what they... Um, the story that I heard is that they were kind of... Um, uh, being modest because they wanted the American crowd to have an American bike to root for. Sure, I can see. I can see Sochiro saying that. Doing yeah. that. The thing, but they ran. They started off developing the CX650 motor. That parallel, that goofy V-twin parallel V-twin. You know what it is? Yeah, it stuck out. Right stuck out of the oh yeah, Chris, the Prince yeah. bike. Yeah, they started off trying to develop that, but it was too heavy. Right. That's kind of an odd bike to go flat track racing with. Though. But dude, thousands. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You know, purple rain, oh, uh, purple go. rain. That'd be shaft drive too. Uh, well, they, that, that, that I try. Um, <laughs> but the flat track, though. But the the cool thing is the resurgence of flat track now. Yeah. Because it's coming back into popularity. Because hell it was in the X Games for God's sakes. Right. Yeah. I mean that that alone is you're going to put that race, that style of racing, in front of a ton of people, mm-hmm. and that. Again, that there, okay, great, this is awesome. I've seen that XG750 they used mm-hmm. when they had the Harley dealer show here a couple of years ago. Hell, they had it this past year, right? but I obviously didn't go because I wasn't working at a Harley dealer, but it's and okay. Indians got their flat track. Indian just released their flat track bike. Oh, they released their pricing on it. Oh. Which is? 50 grand a pop. It. it is worth it. I'll take two. Yeah, it's a hundred grand. There's your Indian. team right there. Up. I'll take two. Take credit first. It yeah. looks. <laughs> send me the credit. Yeah, send, yeah, send me the credit. <laughs> and probably whatever. It looks good. Yeah, that bike looks really yeah. good. Which yeah. there isn't a whole lot Indian isn't doing right now that isn't gold. True. So, it's, that doesn't look good. Yeah. And if you want to talk Indian and flat track, then you've got to say hooligan. 
Yes, you do. Hooligan. The hooligan class, which they're running Saturday. Oh, the hooligan class is always the best race of the year. Right? It's always the best race of the weekend. Tell uh, them what hooligan means. Whatever the fuck you show up with. And Anything. What do you expect to see out there? Bunch of damn Harleys, probably. What are you expecting <laughs> to see out there? Um, well, I've actually got a buddy who's going to run a Triumph Bonneville down there. There you go. That's the best bike you can do it with. Uh, he pre- he'd probably take it home. You know? Yeah. Robert's fast. He, uh, you know, he might, he might let him catch up a little bit and, you know. A Bonneville or a Scrambler. Honestly, there you go. if you're gonna if you're gonna take a factory bike from Triumph to do a flat track race, a hooligan race with, the Scrambler is probably a little bit better set up for it because it's long travel suspension a little bit. But that Bonnie's gonna be awesome because you can pitch that thing in there and it's really broad. There's not a whole lot of bottom end torque like a Harley, and a Har- it's gonna the Harley's gonna outweigh whatever that Triumph is by at least yeah. three hundred oh, yeah. pounds. Yeah. So the Triumph's gonna yeah. If he's on a Bonnie, I, what I, year I, is his Bonneville? Um, yeah. What you got to think of is Saturday is a short track, so nice. I mean we're talking second, third. Year, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, second, third, second and, and you're in, you're in one year the entire uh, you know the, yeah the, the entire race. So instead of you know you're not going sixty miles an hour into turn one and slinging it sideways, you're doing forty. You, yeah, you're doing forty and you're going into a tight turn. So who's gonna have the Advantage is whoever's lower and lighter right. and can handle the power, which Bonnie. is why those yeah Bonnie's Bonnie's, win. This is why those uh, parallel twins do really really well. And we haven't mentioned the uh, Kawasaki 650. Has somebody run like a W650? Have you seen the, the those 650s? Hang on a minute. Hang on. Woodrow, what's up? Woody's here. What's going on, Matt? <laughs> and then Hamburglar just showed up. The oh, Hamburglar. Yeah. yeah, National Pig Day. Right? It is National Pig Day. So, yeah, I know. I asked him what we should do. I asked him, like, do we need to, like, watch Arkansas, like, University of Arkansas football games or, like, just make cook bacon? Like, what are we doing? You can always cook bacon. There's never a bad day. Well, sure. well anyway. Um, yeah. The Triumph's <laughs> going to win that one. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think, I think we're up to it. Yeah. So, let's talk about this W650, or the 650s. Okay. Is it a W? No, no, they're running the six. They're running the six fifty ninjas. Really? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah, it's a six fifty R. Yamaha's doing it with the FZ07. Yes, they are. Somebody, I know that. Yeah, I know that. And the FZ07 is that a two cylinder? It's, it's a, a parallel, parallel twin, twin seven hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Boom! Holy shit! So yeah. now you've got more bikes on the grid. Boy, oh, let's all get one. What? Turk. One of those. Let's either get a six fifty or seven hundred. I'm about, let's damn go man! I'm getting, I'm getting an SV and saying the hell with it. But your SV is having a you know. My, yeah, I have an SV. I do have an SV. I've got an 03 SV. What are you doing Saturday night? Uh, not doing anything with the SV because <laughs> it's not running right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Saturday night, I think I'm going to be in Memphis this weekend. I don't know yet. Gotcha. Because, um, actually, I didn't. I wasn't going to say this, but my birthday is Sunday. Oh, so, happy birthday thank Sunday. Thank you. Happy birthday Sunday. Anyway, because I think, I think Tina and I are going to go to Memphis and go hang out for my birthday. Cool. Pretty sure that's going to happen. Anyway. Um, what did you ask for I don't ask for shit. Technical. Seriously? Oh. Party foul. What the hell? And we're back. And someone very rude had to call. Dude, who was that? I don't know. What's the phone number? I'm calling and saying, what the I fuck are you doing? And I don't care. So your friend's down at the um, uh, auto processing center? Yes. We noticed that your vehicle's warranty has run out. Oh, Probably. Okay. Apparently Probably. Ham got teleported into this without pants. Ham, how is this anything different than normal? I was going to say. Can we see that? I, you don't want to, trust me. You really don't want to. Ham will be at your door here. Ham, yeah, Ham will be here in a minute. It's, nas- it's National Pig Day. It is. Damn it. Ham. Like a pig. I've, 
<sighs> come on, if you can make it here by the end of the show, come on. Yeah, but, come on down. But how much time does he have? You have hell. I don't know what time is it. Time to get a watch. Ah, fuck off. I don't know. We're at forty minutes right now. 40 oh, minutes. you can totally make it. Ham, come down to three six three nine Trialsdale Drive. That is Nashville ATV at three six. Three nine. Oh, there you go. Right. There you go. You have no way. idea what you're asking for. Boom. <laughs> you have no clue what you just opened. What can of word you just opened? I'm Come on down, Ham. Ham's. If Ham, if you're naked, stay home. <laughs> no, don't. Come on down. No, stay <laughs> the fuck home. But you got to stay naked the entire time. No. What the fuck is wrong? No. Oh, how quickly we fall. God. <laughs> This is the last episode of Wingman's Garage. Uh, yeah, 43 is Yeah, 43 is going to be us sitting in... Straight out of Williamson just, County. Yeah, we're going to be sitting, yeah, gonna be sitting here like this in Metro. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be at Metro uh, Jail. Right. Uh, well, yeah, probably. Damn anyways. Damn it, Ham. <laughs> it's all Ham's fault. Um, How many times have we said that? So, yeah. <laughs> let's get back into flat track racing. Um, so The big one, though. The, the flat track race, everyone needs to see. It doesn't matter where it is, if you can go see a mile. Go watch a mile flat track, flat track race. There's one in... Springfield. Springfield's the big, the biggest one here in the area. There's one in California as well. But Springfield Lovely. is the one to go to. They do it twice a year, I think? Yeah, there's Springfield there's, twice there's, a year. There's a spring one and there's a fall one. Uh, I, we, uh, we need to get a group together and go. Let's yes, go. I'm down. Write it down on the. We'll schedule. find a. We will find find a, the dates and we'll the dates and we'll figure it out. But okay. So speaking of down. dates and figuring it out and big flat track racing, um, on the West Coast, the hooligan racing is huge, which is what yes. the whole Indian thing's all about. Yes. Right? So they have one race here on the East Coast, and it's in Woodstock, Georgia. Okay. okay. Let's go to that one. It's Where's, all those guys coming over here. Where's Woodstock, Georgia? Georgia. It's in like, Georgia. Fuck off. <laughs> Where? Like, um, like you, if you drive out of Atlanta and you go straight to Woodstock. Okay. Okay, like east, west, south, north, what? Yes. Mm-hmm. Fuck hell. <laughs> what is this, like Walking Dead filming area? Is this where it's at? Okay, sure, why not? <laughs> Get us the dates and we'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, that that, that is going to be a... Um, load up the cars, load up the beer, and we'll roll. Let's do it. I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah, that, that'd be a good event to go to. That'd be and f- what is that? Exactly my point. You need to find that out and let us know. You need to Google it? Hey, well. Well, yeah. I mean, let's, let's Google it. I, uh, speaking yeah. of, speaking of um, you know, flat track racing, the, the race that's in um, Shelbyville this weekend is part of a series. Is we it? Missed, yeah, we missed the first one. Um, the uh, Shelbyville is number two. And then we're going to have one. Uh, I'm not even sure the next one is. I think it's a little bit far away. But there's also one in like uh, Pensacola, Florida. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. We can take the camper. Pensacola is only a ten-hour drive. What? Yeah. Camper. What are you we'll driving? Just throw the element. <laughs> you know what I'm driving. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but see, now this is the thing. When in Pen- when is the question? Because if it's the last week of March, I'm already going to be down there. Let's Google this shit. You got the phone. Hashtag. Hashtag check. I'm a, oh, to yeah. the Google. To, to the Google. Google. What the Please hell? Google. Ham, You're no, damn it. Oh, I got You bring it. I got to see this. Oh, good Lord. Yes. Talk amongst yourselves. Um, I will say this. 
I'm kind of mad at Will and Casey and Lyndon and all of them. Because since we did that last show, talking about dual sport. Dude's gone queer I've, dual sports. I've gone psycho for dual sports. I've been looking at trying to find dual sport bikes for... Horseshit. Horseshit. Hate you all. You're going to make me buy another motorcycle. And yeah, so I'm sitting there, what was it? Thursday. The Thursday morning. Thursday morning. Thursday morning. I'm sitting there, I get a text from him saying... I need to find me a dual sport bike. Yes. I'm on Craigslist right now. Like literally surfing. For How did I reply? <laughs> you sent me five links to Craigslist ads. Yeah. Damn it. I didn't do anything. No. Enabler. Enabler. Oh, no, not at all. Anyway. Um, anyways, while he is well, he's figuring that out, we're going to move into the next part. Um, kind of bringing it back into the fact that it's spring yeah. finally. Finally. God. Um, all this little hey, hey. Keep it down a minute. A touch. Hey. <laughs> So we're trying to be like in a professional podcast. Whatever, fine. Get over here, damn it! All right, for professional podcast. Whatever. Uh, so what I'm working on the Google thing right now. Let me give you an update on um, uh, on the Bonneville, and um, also the same guy is going to race a old ass CZ, CZ two stroke oh, in damn. the vintage class, right? Oh God. Um, Here's his text. Oh, dude, it's happening for sure. My body just needs tires, and it's ready. The only thing really keeping the CZ from being rideable is the exhaust thing, where it goes into the head. Uh, you get a chance to look at it. I'll get the bracket welded up for sure. I'm looking at it right Sweet. now. Let's get it welded. <laughs> yeah, about that. Let's push this guy in here. Yeah, let's see. Come on. Boom. This baby right here, I sat on this thing when we were here the other day. This thing's dope. Like, this is cool. This is, is one um, It's old. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. But we this is an old CZ 252 stroke, and it's running in the vintage class on Saturday. Uh, watch for Robert. He'll probably be in all white. Um, Which is probably the bad. worst color for dirt track. Well, you've seen the old race suits they used to use back in the day. Well, that was like a leather yeah. thing. No, no, before they even did the leather. But yeah. this bike can be yours for three low payments. Shut <laughs> up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, all white. That's it's all white to me. Oh god, my to the god. <laughs> yeah, I need another beer after that. What the fuck? Uh, that's terrible. But yeah, we're racing this. It's going to be a big event. We're super excited to have him. Um, you know, come close to town. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, Dude, know, I want to take this down to Harvard and do vintage motocross with it. He's done it. I would love. To I went down there and saw him. I took my son down there, and it was a blast. It was at the Vintage Barber uh, Festival thing down there. Yeah, then in October. Yeah, yeah we're, we, time to go. we're going to that this year. Yes, we need to. Anyway, I missed it this last year, well, the year before. Uh, and they always want me to corner work it. Um, I'm just like, I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. So I know you're both married, but there is no. a bunch of hot chicks at that vintage <laughs> bike thing. <laughs> like, yeah, I wouldn't expect, I was expecting like a bunch of old, you know, old saggy white dudes walking around, but it was that was, like, the, that was the first year. Oh, I missed it. Anyway, <laughs> I bet you did. Um, anyway, yeah, but but yeah, I mean, like the the crowd on there is incredible. Um, yeah, that's why actually I was on the uh, the shuttle and sat right next to uh, Mr. Barber. Oh, Mr. Barber's the best, right? Is he not, he's a, a regular dude. He's the best with a lot of money. Well, he, of he worked his yeah. ass off. He deserves it, and he sold what he built, and that's what he did. He can do whatever he, he wants. is on that milk money, milk and ice cream. Actually, oh right. It was barber, yeah. It was milk and ice cream. Ice cream. We'll tell that story later. Yeah. But anyway, uh, let's bring it back to springtime. Yes. Uh, now that it's spring and like weather is changing, finally, let's talk a little bit about staying alive 
On the roads. Ah, 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 on the roads? Are you... Yes. Okay. On the roads. Are on the roads. Hang on. Staying alive on the roads. What you got? You guys talk. Anyways. So, springtime, we see it every year. Spring comes out. Everyone wants to ride, because who doesn't? Um, however, a lot of the people who don't ride... Ham's on his way. Bring it. <laughs> I'm a little nervous, because this is about to get really bad. That yeah. bastard. Bring beer. No, don't so, tell him that. Yeah, do it. <laughs> so what we always end up seeing around this time of the year is not only about everybody out on the road, but people getting hurt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of it has to do with you know people getting out there on a still cool day. Tires aren't warm yet. Okay, that's part of it. Part of it is the fact that with the end of winter and spring coming, we get a lot of rain. We get a lot of just bad things happening on the road where now we've got potholes and gravel everywhere. And, of course, people aren't expecting to see motorcycles for some unknown reason. Right, yeah, they're not, they're not used people to looking out for People are driving, they're too busy playing on their phones, doing whatever they do. So, you guys talk. Keep that in mind when you get out on the bike. Uh, you want to make sure your tires get enough, ch- enough of a chance to warm up. Uh, that way it still grips. And check your tire pressure. Check your tire pressure. Before Every you single time you ride, check your tire pressure. Yes. If you don't know what it should be, just put 35 pounds in it and then ride to wherever you need to, yep. you know, Go. ask somebody. Right. But you should have it, you should have 35 pounds of pressure in your tires if you don't know. Yep. Brandon wants to know Navi's on the R1 for the hooligan race. I'm going to say absolutely. Send it. Bet you won't. That's what I'm saying right yeah. there. There you go. Bet you won't. I'm going to get a text message. You're riding it, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, actually, actually uh, you can't run Navi's. Um, you can't run Nobby's on the flat track, so just bring what's on there. Oh, oh guys, the hooligan class is like Harley Dinas. There's fat boys out there. Yeah, bring the R1. If you bring got, it. If you've got enough balls to put it on the track, go. Just go do it. Everybody's going to get smoked. There's going to be one guy out there that's going to pass everybody. Yeah, there'll be that one guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, they call him the, the, the troll. I call him Robert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. That works too. Yeah. Um, Daniel, any tips for people surviving through spring? Um, hang on, I'm making... Anyway, give me a minute. Um, surviving spring, how about this? We've already talked about test, uh, making sure your tire pressure is there. Watching for potholes. Watching for potholes. Um, ride like everyone is out to kill you. Yes. Because they are. Because they are. Yeah. They're not paying attention. Um, always have... You should have this. You should do this anyway. But have your head on a swivel. Um... And then your best bet, in all honesty, you've been if you're here in the if you're here in the Nashville area, you've been off the bike for three or more, three four months. We'll call it three months. So your muscle memory is there, but your eyes and your mentality is not there. Right. So don't push. And even then, your muscle memory is not quite what it was get, three months, four months before that. Get yourself back into the groove before you start acting like a hooligan. Mm-hmm. Unless you're Cambo and he never stops. Um, Go get some miles out of town also. Yes. You know, if it's it, it, springtime, first ride, get out of town. Don't go into town because everyone is not used to all the motorcycles around and you're not used to riding. So. And all the better rides out of town anyways. Yeah, you got to get out of town to really enjoy it anyway. It's not about it's not about being seen on your motorcycle. It's about what you see on your motorcycle. Yep. Did I just make that up? You may have just made, made like that was fantastic. You don't have to go to the corner for that one. That's a good one. Oh, oh yeah. There you go. 
Can Antoine, I, can, what's can up, I dude? A, hey, what's going on, Antoine? Speaking Antoine Odom. Let's have a ride. Um, Who? Antoine? Yeah. I don't know Antoine. He's good. He's a good guy. Oh, I met Antoine. Yeah, yeah. Where are we doing? Yeah, yeah. Huh? I'm so lost right now. What the fuck? Anyway. Anyways. But yes, survive through spring, people. Please. Yes. Uh, we don't need to go to any more of these chari- charity rides because... We will go to charity rides. We don't want to... We will go to... We will go to charity rides. We don't want them to have to be available right. for us to go to. Mm-hmm. That's but, the problem. And last year was a pretty brutal year for... Actually. Last year was bad. Yeah, last so year we was can very bad. If we can make it through this year with only a handful, if that, it's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, tire so. pressure, tire pressure, tire pressure. One if you don't know, tire pressure. Check your chain. Yeah, also check, yeah, check yeah, your chain. chain. Make sure your chain's good and lubed up, mm-hmm. and it's adjusted. And everything else. Yes, yeah. stay maintained. And yes. if you don't, if you don't know what kind of tire pressure you should be running, look on your uh, tire. Yeah, well, that that'll yeah, tell you, that'll tell you max speed. Um, well, uh, there should be a sticker on your yeah, motorcycle. 52 pounds of pressure is a little much. Yeah, and if you want to come by for a free tire inspection, come on down to Nashville ATV Repair at 3639 Charlottesville Drive. That is so good, Rat. Boom. Okay, ham's not going to make it tonight, but oh, we will have. Well, we'll have. We will him have on. the ham on. We will definitely have the ham on before he leaves and moves to Houston. Yes. So be yeah, a hot ham. Yeah. <laughs> about anyway, that. About that. <laughs> Not really, but well, about that. It, where are we on time? Uh, hang on. We're 54 minutes. 54 minutes? All right. Well, I guess that kind of brings us to the end of this, because this guy's got Ish. potentially some motor work to do. Yeah. Uh, but, again, thank you for having us here. National yes. The uh, repair. Yeah. And, again, that is, I need to grab the car because I can't remember the phone number. Yeah. Jeez. I know the address. Um, Tell them the phone number, Chris. It is 615-669-9655. That's Nashville ATV Give Repair. Me, no, you need to let me read this because uh, you read it free, too fast. And free air for tires. Anytime. Free air. Come on by. I will put air in your tires. 615-669-9655. That's the radio voice. What, you guys that got? Pretty good. what is that? Here, that's oh, that's your, that's about your regularly rectifier. Um, anyway... But you can also come visit them here yes. at three six three nine Trialsdale Drive in Nashville. Yes, yeah. come down. It's it's just a cool shop. It's one of those cool like the first time we came here, like this is it kind of feels like all right, cool. We could sit here and hang out and just, and here we are. And here, here we are having and yeah. all the shenanigans. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. It's uh, yeah. This this shop is just um, it's just two texts. It's it's, it's me and Chris Brown. All we, yeah. do is, all we do is work on motorcycles here. We're uh, we're inexpensive. We're certified. We do good work. Certified. Um, certified. Probably let's uh, let's get this. Um, I couldn't find the Woodstock one. He's oh, even got a Woodstock one. Woodstock. There we go. Um, all right. This is the flat track race. Uh, the flat oh, track races. Um, this is the series, right? March fourth will be in Shelbyville. March eighteenth is Pensacola, Florida, um, at the Pensacola uh, dirt track there. Uh, May 13th in Washington, Georgia. Um, yeah, Washington, Georgia. Yep, and then uh, June 23rd and 25th is in Greenville, Ohio. Uh, September 16th in Washington, Georgia again. And then... Um, November 11th in Pooler, Georgia. Pooler. This is one of those where we'll put the, we'll put the dates up and then Decatur. Oh, Decatur, Alabama is fun. That's a fun little town. Deca- December 9th, Decatur, Alabama... I've actually been there a lot. That's a cool little town. It's um, not far from here, right? No, it's only three and a half hours from here. 
Um, we'll put this. We'll put the schedule up. We'll link up. And, you know, just hey, if you guys are in, yeah. ever in the area, we'll go. Yeah. Um, and we've got two XR 100s, so maybe we'll have a Wingman's Garage flat track team. That scares me. That terrifies me. That's hey, cool. let's. I think you actually need four for a team. Sweet. You think Why did you just look at me like that? Why did you just look at me like that? Because we're gonna. I'm gonna end up with an XR 100, and we're gonna do this. Let's do it. Might as well. Whether there's three of us, is there one? I got one somebody. I already, already got somebody. Oh, Don't okay. even, shut up. I already got him. Dallas. 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 But yeah, we need to do that because yes. I've been wanting to go flat track racing that's, for a that, long time. That's gonna happen. So that's gonna happen. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Oh, we're, gonna yeah, <laughs> we're gonna find some XRs. We're gonna find some XRs. We're gonna build some bikes. I'm about to text Dallas right now. <laughs> but on that note, I guess we need to cut short. Yeah, we got some work to do. You got work to do. I got some driving to do. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, thank you for joining us. This is Wingman's Garage yes. at Nashville ATV Repair uh, Studios. Studios. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you know with our super high tech uh, setup here. You know what? It'll be okay. Uh, but if you have any questions, let's see. Do you know our phone number yet? One eight hundred Go Ride. <laughs> no, I close. You got the Go Ride part. Uh, if there's anything you want to say to us while we're not broadcasting, uh, of course you can jump on Facebook, uh, all the social media. It is Wingman's Garage, or you can call us at 2625-GO-RIDE. That's right, 2625-GO-RIDE. On that note, let's go ride. Let's, let's go, go ride. ride. Yeah. Rick, <laughs> I hate that you just saw it and you were leaving. I hate this. Which Rick? Rick. Hey, you think we can do like an encore wheelie session in the parking lot? I think we can do that. Oh, hey, guys, oh, hang out. Oh, he's going to do, on, do encore wheelies on something. So, so give us a minute. We're all going to do wheelies on something. No, you're going to do wheelies. Yeah, I'm going to do filming. Oh, I really want to watch you do it. I, no, oh, you don't. God. Because I, Five I'm, minutes. I'm really Four bad minutes. at wheelies. I'm really Anyways, bad at wheelies. I'm going to get up. That's what I heard. Thank you for joining us. Later, guys. We'll see you all next week. Same same wingman time, same wingman channel. That's right. Easy to tell, but bye.